Hello, I am Lucia Giftapulu, a reporter for Wealth Manager here at CityWire, and I am joined today by Seven Investment Management CEO Dean Proctor. Dean, you have been in the job for six months now. Are you shaking things up? Uh, I'd like to think so. I mean, the the the, the reason for my arrival, Lucia, was to try and find a, a fresh direction for the firm. Uh, obviously, it was founded by seven people that had been highly successful for the best part of 18 years to get the firm to, 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 to where it had got to. But certainly, there was a need for uh, a fresh perspective, a review, uh, maybe a degree of reset on where the firm was heading towards. So uh, shaking things up is not my phrase, but I would definitely say, yes, there's been a, a need for some change and some change has taken place. There have been some departures and also people have come on board lately. You just hired five people for the private client business, for example, but then other names that were quite big in the business business have left. Uh, you're now left with just one of the seven uh, co-founders of the business still working for, for 7am. Do you think that is this necessary for to change something for the better? Um, so, I mean, in reference to the question, the five people that have joined our private client team were replacements rather than additions. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the founders, then yes, you're correct that Justin Urquhart Stewart is the is the sole remaining founder of the of the seven. Uh, Justin is indeed still still with us. Um, do I think some is change? Is it going to be for for long? <laughs> Look, let's be transparent. Justin is in his mid-60s and uh, he's a huge influence on our firm. He's uh, been a great brand ambassador and many other things for the firm. So he's a massive presence on the on the business. Uh, I think he has almost singularly been the, the, the brand representative for the, for the firm for many years. Um, and I certainly would like to see him stay involved in the, in, in the firm. But, you know, I, I, I don't make other people's life decisions for them. And, you know, people arrive at certain points in life when they may decide to, to, to retire is, is a decision. But Justin and I have a, a good relationship and good dialogue around, you know, when, when that time will be. Um, in reference to the other changes, uh, that the firm, by its own admission, had had a, a couple of years where it hadn't quite performed at the level that it wanted to. You know, we are in a highly competitive industry, uh, lots of new entrants, lots of pressure on margins. Yes, there, there has been some changes. Uh, your, your, your CFO of 18 years also uh, just, just left Charles Sparrow. Is, uh, is, is this, do you think, a bit lo- a big loss for the business or um, part of, of uh, the change that is ahead? Look, it's both. You know, what, what it's the, the, there is a loss. Somebody that's been with the firm since day one has got incredible knowledge and history about the firm, and that that experience is, you know, is is deeply embedded. But um, you know, the, the 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 arrival of Duncan Walker into the role brings a fresh perspective, and sometimes that's essential to move a business forward. So, um, you know, I think it's both. I, I, I wouldn't I would never discredit all the effort that particularly the founders placed into getting this firm up and running. It's incredible. I'm fortunate to inherited that that, but uh, you know I do believe that the people that have joined the, the the leadership team in the last six months or so are additions and will help move this business forward. So Tom Sheridan, who was a CEO before you, was the CEO of Seven AM from day one for yeah. eight, eighteen, seventeen, or eighteen years. Correct. That is a very long time for somebody to to be at a company at the, uh, to be leading a company, and and I'm sure he kind of established a specific type of of leadership there. So you walking in, taking over, new person, you know, obviously you have new ideas. 
easy or hard to, to gain people's trust? Um, yeah, look, I mean, he had a very distinctive leadership style. He had, he'd been at the helm for, for, for 18 years. I mean, the firm is very much a reflection of Tom's personality. Of, of that, there's no doubt. He, he was extremely helpful in... Uh, you know the period leading up to my arrival, um, and and continues to be a sounding board as and, as and when required. Uh, given his you know commitment to the firm, that 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 is unwavering. So that 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 for sure has been incredibly helpful to me since I've joined. Um, but yes, uh, is is the is the culture built around Tom's history and everything with the firm? Yes, of course it is. Do I think the culture going forward should be built around Dean's history? No, I don't. Uh, it's now a 350-person organization, and I genuinely hope, in fact, we're in the middle of the process, that the culture will be defined by the colleagues, not, not by the leader. How, how many of these people have you actually met in, in your six months there? Oh, Craig, is all, all of them. I mean, I, I've stood up in front of all of them and spoken. We, we, do, we, do, we do regular updates. The communication has definitely intensified and increased. Uh, I think I'd like to think I've been very transparent about what, what, what I've seen and what I think we need to do to move the firm forward. Um, and we, we, we have an active program where we're looking at the culture of the firm because I do think that there's elements of that that need to move forward to modernise. Well, what, what type of elements are we talking about? Um, we've got a great collective spirit around client service. I think the relationships we've got with both our intermediary and private client customers are generally excellent. Um, but I would say my experience from larger organizations can be transferred in terms of more um, more control, more process, more rigor, more discipline. Uh, management cannot be done by one person. There needs to be management capabilities now throughout the firm. This is genuinely a medium-sized organization with some very talented people, so you need to introduce the disciplines and you know the, the, the skills that are required in a firm of that size. So how do you think a fresh pair of eyes will help change some of those those old habits that you know might, might just linger on for years and years without anything being done about it because people are very different i mean you know personally i i, I obviously like change i i think change is an essential ingredient both both to me as an individual but more importantly to the to the you know the, the people i work with uh and the things that one does i, I believe if you accept you know you, you do what you did yesterday to the tomorrow you, you'll just keep getting the same outcome so i think change is a constant but naturally, again, to your earlier question, if people have been used to the same style, techniques, practices for, for, for 18 years, then th those have become ingrained. Um, I, I, all I ask is people just keep thinking of better ways to improve how we do business, how we serve our customers. So your, your main experience before you joined was in banking and, and some of it in private banking. Yeah. Is it really a different world to join the asset and wealth management uh, business? Yes, yeah, so, yes, banking, but I mean, banking in its broadest sense, I suppose if you look at what I did at Barclays, running Barclay Card, of course, is, is, is consumer banking, but I was CEO of our Buthnot Latham, which is a private bank where we had our own discretionary advisory services. Uh, I ran Citibank uh, UK Wealth Management for, for a period. I ran a private bank in the Middle East for a period. So, I mean, I've been pretty much involved in, I was chairman of a broker business in the Middle East, one of the largest for, for, for three or four years. So, I mean, I've been pretty much involved with the wealth management investment side of things for, for the last, God knows, 10, 10 15 years. Um, I think there are clearly similarities. I, w I would say that, that having come back into consumer banking, it's definitely uh, pushed me to think more about technology and innovation. 
I mean, I think the disruption that's taken place in consumer banking in particular uh, has left me with some thoughts, and I won't say that they are concrete at this stage, but in our industry, there is a lot of fragmented processes and, and broken practices of which I think technology will have a significant role to play. More than one people say that the wealth management industry specifically in the UK is lagging behind, yes. especially compared to the to the US, but compared to, to other industries. So um, I'm not sure if you have any ideas about how, how, the, how 7am can be brought up to speed. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm happy to share a few thoughts. I mean, the, 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 the 7 was uh, seen as innovative and a disruptor when it first embarked on its journey. And even as little as just a few years back when it launched applications like 7 Imagine, I think it was pushing some boundaries at that stage in, in terms of the offering. Um, and I believe we can recapture that spirit. Um, you know, customers are increasingly accustomed to having things on device instantly available with being able to use self-help tools. Uh, I believe that the combination of what we can offer both in a digital and in a human form is the most powerful way to move this firm forward. I don't think it's all one or all of the other, but I think it's the combination as consumers and investors just look at different mediums by which they want to, to you know, go about managing their wealth. So do, do I think we will have an agenda that includes technology and degrees of innovation in the next few years? I, I certainly do, yes. So since you started at 7am, what has been your greatest challenge? Um, it's difficult to say one, but there's there's definitely a few, and I, I I would go back to the earlier point, which is you know taking over for somebody that had been so dominant is is definitely uh, you know an interesting an interesting way of of uh, arriving in a new leadership role in a firm, but I, I do think we're moving moving that agenda forward. I think the biggest challenge really is is that uh, the the firm had been a pioneer in both innovation that I've just referenced, but also in products like our AAP range as little as five, six years ago, and that was you know, incredibly successful, but we've had to rethink and reset how we're taking product and proposition to, to the market. So I think the greatest challenge is to try and reverse some of those trends that we've seen in our, in our business of, over recent years and get back into being a investment manager that has a credible suite of offers for our different users. How long do you think this is going to take? Um, I'm impatient, so I'd like to think months, but you know, the, the, sometimes these journeys are, are a little longer. But we, we've done a lot. In six months, we've come a long way. The first three months, for, for sure, was more about listening and observing. But the last three months, we've definitely been moving into executing some of the plans that, we, that, we've, that we've put in place uh, you know, over the uh, period into the summer months. So I'd like to think as we move through this year, people will start to feel and see the difference of what 7IM's got to offer. And by people, you mean the end investor or people within the company as well? All. When I think of stakeholders, I think of the, the colleagues that need to be part of the collective as we move forward, so 350 people. I think of our partners uh, and I think primarily of our customers, which could be advisors and intermediaries or could actually be an end client in our private client business. I and mean, I would like to think they will all feel the sense of change and pace of which we're trying to bring to the firm. Are these 350 people working for you right now, at all, are they at all dubious about your intentions and what you're going to do and whether you will restructure things to a way that will affect them severely? Look, through, through periods of change, you've got to over-communicate and under-communicate. So I, I, I commenced when I got there writing a weekly blog. As I say, I've done stand-up presentations to all staff. I, I think Is that an internal weekly blog? Internal, internal. We are over-indexing. We, we have two sites in Edinburgh, one in Edinburgh City Centre, one in Leith. 
200 and odd colleagues in 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 London and and a, and a small office in Jersey. These people need to know what the the new, the new leaders got to say. So I think we have over-indexed in, in internal communications and we'll continue to do so as we go through change. But naturally, people respond to change in a different way. So there'll some that will be refreshed by it and there'll be some that will wait to see, you know, how it affects them and what those that those that, that tangible evidence is. Um, I I will retain my same drive, which is to be open and transparent with people, but determined to, to you know, to, to move this thing forward. What do you think is a CEO's worst nightmare? Um, or maybe your worst nightmare <laughs> as a CEO? <laughs> oh, look, uh, so I mean, there's, there's uh, one is it can be a bit lonely. Uh, as much as you put a team around you and, you, you know, you want to generate a, a, a good uh, camaraderie at the top of the firm, you are still the boss. So sometimes that, that, you know, that, that results in certain relationships. So there can be times when you feel, uh, you know, that, 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 that you feel like you're thinking on your own. I'm very lucky to have a super supportive board and people that I can I can speak to on a on a you know daily basis. I'm also lucky that I use two or three people that I would consider to be wise mentors that I've I've had you know counsel from in previous uh, roles. Um, but most importantly, the thing that I, concerns me most is is are we doing the right things and executing them with the speed and quality that we've committed to. Um, because you know th those are the inputs of which we need to evidence to our various stakeholders to say that the firm is, you know, showing a new a, a new life. Um, I think time will tell. Time will <laughs> if tell. You are. Time will tell. What's your What's your dream for the future? Or maybe should I say plan might be a better uh, word for it. I think dreams a good expression. If somebody said somebody said to me three three or four months ago, had I thought that far forward, I'd have said no. But actually, more recently, we have started to pen what the, the firm could look like in three, five, and 10 years' time. Um, if I expressed it all, I'd be giving away all, all of the strategy, so I'm not sure I'm going to do that, but I can certainly say I mean, I, I certainly won't stop you if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we have big ambitions. We're, we're backed by a, a great majority partner. The, you know, the, the, the Caledonia family are, have, have been super supportive. Uh, they've demonstrated that before my arrival with the acquisition of a firm in, in, in Edinburgh, which has been a good addition to, to, to the family. Um, but, but principally, we need to focus on our on ourselves and the organic growth that we've outlined, and certainly that does involve some some rather ambitious, you know, growth, growth targets. Do do I think though that, that 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 those numbers or that picture are the outputs of our inputs, and our inputs need to be driven by being obsessed by customers, getting the reputation and service levels that we've had restored, as I say, returning to degrees of technology and product innovation that we've had in the past. Those things are values that Seven I am held. And uh, in some way, we, we need to make sure that that's felt again by our, our key customers. Dean, thank you very much. No problem. Nice to meet you.